Amen. Amen. You may gloriously take your seat. Thank you very much. I'll call you again. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So tonight on this second day, by the grace of God, I shall be talking about the efficacy of the spoken word, or if you like, giving the word effect. I think I like that. Giving the word effect. Praise the Lord. And yesterday, by way of foundation laying, the resident pastor talked extensively about the importance of giving voice to the word. And quoting from Joshua chapter 1 verse 8, he said, he didn't say that this book of the law shall not depart from your eyes or from it. He said from your mouth. So your eyes see it. Your hand will first of all touch it. It picks it up. Then your eyes look at it. And then it moves to your mouth and it stays there. And then from your mouth, it begins to produce. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. You see, we can talk about the potency of God's word from now till Jesus will come and won't finish. I don't know any other thing. I, I am so crazy about God's word. I don't know any other thing that equals it in value. And every day, by the grace of God, as I look more and more into God's word, I just get more and more overwhelmed by the awesomeness of God. Because the word is so potent, so powerful. Hallelujah. The word does not contain power. The word is power. The word does not contain life. The word is life. For the words that I speak to you, they are what? They are spirit and they are life. word of God is the source of everything whether visible or invisible the word of God is the source for in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God and all things were made by this same word. And without this word was not anything made that was made. The word is the source of all things. The word of God is the creator of all things. And also the manifestator, the manifestor of the same. I was going to say the manifestator. Add it to your dictionary. Mm, praise the Lord. Amen. After all, the dictionary is made up of words that people add. Abi, 
Now, uh, thanks to Wale Shoyinka, Yoruba word Atarish is inside by it's inside dictionary now. It's Atarish from the word Ata Pepe. Praise the Lord. So when you say something is Atarish, if you want to make it American, if you want to go, you want to go Britain, then we say Atarish. If you want to go America, you say Atarish. And when we want to go Africa, we say Atarish. Praise the Lord. Amen. So the word of God is the creator and also the manifester of same. It manifests that which has been created. That's the word. The word of God is a vehicle that, that brings the unseen to the realm of the seen. That's the word we are talking about. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. They are said the word of God is power and is life because God and his word are one and the same. He is the word. So pardon me to say that the word is not an it. Because the word is potent and living. Remember some years ago I was listening to a teaching by Benny in on the Holy Spirit. And then he read, you know, uh, I think Romans chapter 8 verse 26 in the King James Version. And he said the spirit itself bears witness with our spirit that we are the sons of God. The spirit itself. And then he paused and said, Everybody say with me, King James, you messed up on this one. <laughs> because the spirit is not an it. It's a he. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. God, by the words of his mouth, brought something forth out of nothing. Just by the word of his mouth. Just by the word of his mouth. He said, for those things we are, which are seen were made from the things that were not seen. How were they made? They were spoken into, exist, spoken into existence. Praise the Lord. The word of God is so potent. I can go on and on and on and on and on. God did not hide it from us. And like the pastor told us yesterday... The, the word of God is power. The power to do. That's the word of God. When the word of God comes to you and you receive this word, what it does is it empowers you to do what it says. So the problem that most believers have is not the absence of the word. Though the Bible tells us that there's coming a time when the word will so scarce and you look for it and you will not see it. You will not find it. That is why you must not, you know, joke with it not right now. You must not despise it. You must value God's word. But right now, the word of God is not far away. It's not. But in Romans chapter 10, he said the word is even in your mouth. Which is the word of faith which we preach. He said, do 
to yourself and ask and say, who would go up and go and bring him down? Do not ask who will go down to bring Christ up from the dead again. Say, for the word is near you. In fact, it is in your mouth. And in Jeremiah chapter 1, God talking to Jeremiah, he said, he touched his mouth and said, behold, I have put my words in your mouth. Praise the Lord. People, God has put his word in your mouth. So, if the word of God is in your mouth, how can you see the word, the power it carries, if you do not release it? How can you have the word in your mouth and then keep your mouth closed? Hallelujah. There was this dickness once in uh, Living Faith Church in Mina. It was called the uh, Dickness One Day. You know, she, 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 she sang. She used to sing. And she sang this song. And she, uh, it says, If you close your mouth, you will die. You better open it wide and leave. Amen. If you close your mouth, you will die. You better open it wide and leave. If you close your mouth, you will die. You better open it wide and leave. Open your mouth and say the things that God has said concerning you. As you say it every day, you will live above the world. Powerful words. He says, if you close your mouth, you will die. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. Now let's look at some scriptures. Let's look at some scriptures. Matthew chapter 8. Let's look at some scriptures. We want to know today how we can give the word of God effect. What does it mean to give the word of God effect? It means to make it potent, to make it produce the desired results. The efficacy of the word of God means that the word of God is, has power, has what it takes to produce the desired result. There is a desired result. Amen. He says, surely there is an end and the expectation of the righteous shall not be cut off. But if the expectation of the righteous must not be cut off, the righteous must learn how to give voice to the word. Against hope, Abraham believed in hope. And the Bible says it was imputed unto him for righteousness. Hallelujah. He believed what the Lord had said. Even though every physical condition and atmosphere and environment around him was saying the contrary. Now let's look at what Jesus did. Matthew chapter 8, verse 16. Praise the Lord. Matthew 8, 16. Glory to Jesus. Matthew 8, chapter 16. There is a 
version, interesting version of the Bible I am beginning to find. It's called The Voice. Yes. But first I want to give you the TPT of that. Is that a TPT? New King James. Hey, have mercy, break the verse and make it. Ah, Adam. That evening, the people brought to him many who were demonized. Say demonized. And by Jesus only speaking a word. How many words? How many? And by Jesus only speaking a word of healing over them, they were do they were what totally set free from their torments. Whatever is tormenting your life tonight, he set forth his word and it healed them and delivered them from their destructions. Whatever is tormenting your life and destiny tonight, hear the voice of the Lord. Depart and never to return. He said, Pharaoh, hear what the Lord is saying to you. Let my people go that they may go and serve me. Whatever has been frustrating your life, tonight I decree that it is aware and departed and separated from you in the name of Jesus. you lose in the name of Jesus be it in your body in your mind wherever that torment of the devil is reigning in your life I command it to let you lose I command it to let you lose right now by the word of the Lord in the name of Jesus say with me I am free Say with me, I am free. Say with me, I am free. Hallelujah. 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 He set them free from their torment. And everyone who was sick, how many? How many? How many? Everyone who, what is the meaning of everyone? Everyone who was sick received their words. They received their word. May you receive yours tonight. People of God, let me tell you something. You are in the pool of healing. You don't need an agent to come and push you into the pool. Each time the word of God is going forth, there is a stirring. And so long as you receive it, you have it. Receive your healing. Receive your liberty. Receive your peace. In the name of Jesus. He said when the Lord gives peace. Who can make trouble? Every troubler of your life. They meet their waterloo tonight. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. And verse 17 said of this was done that it may be fulfilled what was spoken about him somebody's word is about to be fulfilled tonight 
what the Lord spoke about you is about to be fulfilled tonight. He said, look at this one and see, none shall lack their mates. There is no word the Lord has spoken to you, no matter how long ago, that will lack his mate in fulfillment in your life. You will handle the word this year. That word will become flesh in your life. In the name of Jesus. We have seen the word of God produced in this ministry. We have seen the word of God move destinies in this ministry. We have seen God's word back the impossible and the unthinkable. You will not be different. You will not be different. Listen to me. God did not order your steps to the light of dominion ministries for nothing. It is intentional. Say with me, it's intentional. Say with me, it's intentional. God did it purposefully. Glory! Amen. Now, give me the verse 23 of that scripture. Verse 23. Verse 23. Verse 23. Verse 23. Hallelujah. And they all got into a boat. And began to cross over to the other side of the lake. And Jesus, exhausted, fell asleep. Oh, our breath. And that form Hallelujah. Next verse. Suddenly, a violent storm. Say, violent storm. A violent storm developed with waves so high the boat was about to be swamped. Yet Jesus continued to sleep soundly. <laughs> May you enjoy that kind of peace. May fear die from your life today. May fear die out of your life today. May you have that peace that in the midst of storm you'll be sleeping. Why? Because you know you are covered. Why? Because you know there's one who neither sleeps nor slumbers just for your sake. The two of us can't be doing the same job. Why should God stay awake and me too I'm staying awake? What for? That is why as we were told yesterday we must labor in the word. Because you shall know the truth and the truth will do what? <laughs> Glory to Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I have prayed and prayed for the Holy Ghost to help me today because I didn't even know where I was starting from, where I was. I didn't know what I was going to say. I didn't know what I was going to do. I didn't know. I carried pen put on paper. The pen was not writing on the paper. I don't know that the pen was not good. I don't know, but the Holy Ghost is here. Amen. He said, yet Jesus continued to sleep soundly. Next verse. Uh, the disciples woke him up. <laughs> I can imagine the way they were waking up. <laughs> Wicked master, we are dying. We are dying. We are dying. Disciples woke him up saying, save us, Lord. We are going to die. him <laughs> <laughs> I 
<laughs> so we are going to die, oh, we are going to die. You they sleep, wake up, oh. <laughs> I can imagine my people say, Jesus, see, now sleep, you they sleep. Open your eye, oh, wake up, oh, Yawa Dongas. <laughs> Next verse. <laughs> so, but Jesus reprimanded them. You know why he did that? Because they should have known better. They should have known better. Just like the wrestling pastor was releasing that. Say, for how long have you been with me? How long? <laughs> you know, Jesus asked that question. Have you been with me this long and yet you are saying, show me the father? Do you not know by now that anyone that has seen me has seen the father? You should have known. He reprimanded them. And why are you gripped with fear? Huh? Why? Ask your neighbor for me. Why are you gripped with fear? Doctor gave you one report that is not palatable. Why are you gripped with fear? Ask your neighbor for me. You went to the embassy and they said they won't give you visa. And you, why are you gripped with fear? You went for a job interview, and one panelist just huna huna you like that. Tell your neighbor why are you gripped with fear? Your rent is due. <laughs> And your purse is very light. Ask the person sitting, why are you grieved with fear? He said, when I sent you without personal script, did you lack anything? When I sent you, did you lack anything? Why are you grieved with fear? Why do you think that the house rent cannot be paid? Expecting disgrace and shame. Why are you seeing that that job was not given to you? Why? Why are you thinking that that doctor's report will kill you? Why? Has the Lord not removed tumors before? Has He? not healed the sick before with only a word from his mouth he healed the sick he said every one of them received their healing why do you think that he cannot handle your fibroids he said that you, there's lump in your breast and you are shaking why why do you not know the God whom you serve have you not heard? Have you not seen? 
Has it not been told you that this your God does great and powerful things? <laughs> Hallelujah. Every negative doctor's report, I cancel it by the word tonight. I cancel it tonight. I cancel it tonight. Receive a clean bill in the name of Jesus. They told you your baby is breech and you are afraid. Was it the doctor that put the baby inside your womb? Is it the doctor's hand that will bring out the baby? Hallelujah. He reprimanded them. Why are you gripped with fear? How can you be in my very presence before and still be gripped with fear? <laughs> I am right here with you. You can see me, you can touch me, you can handle me. And yet, you are thinking of death. How dare you? How dare you? Praise the Lord. I lived in the house for six years without a lock. Six years. I didn't say six weeks or six months. Six years. And all around me, they were breaking in and stealing from people. And I would travel and stay two weeks, one month and come back. And everything of mine would be intact from the kitchen to the toilet inside. Anytime I wanted to buy a lock for the door, when the Lord started, you know, lifting me small, small, and I started getting some small, small kwacha, I could not buy lock. And I said, I wanted to buy the lock for the door. And the Holy Spirit will restrain me. I didn't understand why. But now I know. And one day, when I said, I said ah, people will think I'm being too miserly. I don't want to spend this. She's stingy even to herself. They want to understand. And he told me, so what's your, my, your business with people? What's your business with people? No, you're 35, you're 38. You're not yet married. And you are so consumed with what people are saying. And because of that, you are aging every day. Your skin is losing moisture. Your eyes has lost its shine. Your face has lost the laughter and the smile. Even when you try to laugh, there's no mate in it. Because people are saying, why are you worried about people? What has God said? Give voice to that one. Praise the Lord. Where is your faith? <laughs> why are you gripped with fear? Where is your faith? Then he stood up and rebuked the storm and said, Be still and instantly, say instantly, say with me instantly, it became perfectly calm. Perfectly calm. As if there had never been a turbulence. Perfectly calm. A few months ago, I traveled to Kumasi. And coming back, and uh, that was the longest turbulence I had seen. And uh, you know, serious turbulence. 
that people were already preparing for crash like you know they they push their bars and all those ones with their wigs and the two feet uh, eyelash and the men with all their macho and them they now began to you know prepare for crash landing and i don't know for some reason i looked at them and i was amused i just said within me i left my husband in the morning to go to kumasi and i'm going back to my husband that is all that's all i'm going back to my husband that's all i didn't come here to come and die in the middle of the end i said what happened Praise the Lord. You know, seriously, anytime my husband is going out or I'm going away, he tells me, I'm waiting for you. It's prophetic. You have no choice but to go and come back. That's what it means. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Tonight, I prophesy perfect calm in your life. I prophesy perfect calm in your affairs. I command the storm of the enemy in your mind to cease right now. That messing up, that the enemy is messing up with your mind, I command it to cease right now. Every suicidal thought, I curse it right now in the name of Jesus. You are not under this canopy, the canopy of this ministry. You are, if you are under this ministry's canopy, you are not permitted to think suicide. Every suicidal thought, I curse it right now. The power to execute it is taken away from you. You must live and not die. In the name of Jesus. 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 He sent forth his word. The word is sent by the word of mouth. The mouth is what releases the word into a situation. what he saw in the beginning the bible said and the word was without shape and 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 darkness covered it there was no form he didn't like it that was not the desired result and immediately he released let there be light and there was let this be and it becomes remember what the bishop told us some time ago <laughs> he said if god asks you what color is this room and you say black and white and god tells you it is green he said you better close your mouth because you open your eye and look and then it is green indeed his word never fails his word has the potency to bet the unthinkable the impossible Lazarus had been dead for four days and the bible said he 
already stinking, stinking, stinking. And science makes us to know that when a man dies or when life leaves the body of a man, the, the rot begins, the decay starts from the head. If you are experienced with fresh fish, you know. If you go and buy f- fresh fish that is rotten, you don't need to go far. Don't touch the body, you may not know. Just open the gill, touch the head. And that is where you know, say, I don't know. Ada. Lazarus was dead four days, buried. And when life went and stood, and Jesus said, lifting up a voice, this here is prayer. He said, Father, I thank you because you hear me always. Nothing can resist the sound of God's voice. See, when you voice, you give voice to the word of God, every hindrance, every limitation is taken out of the way. Because nothing can resist. He said, there is no speech, no language where his voice is not heard. Psalm 19 and verse 3. No speech or language. There is no barrier. Nothing stands in the way of the efficacy, the power, the potency, ability to perform and produce desired results. Nothing can stop the word of God. And that's why I make bold to declare to you tonight that you are unstoppable. You didn't believe it, so your amen didn't show it. I said, You are unstoppable. You heard the resident pastor telling us yesterday that the word of God gives us patterns. And that when we make our choices and our decisions based on the patterns that God would give to us, what happens? We arrive at God's ordained destination for our lives. You are unstoppable. In the name of Jesus. 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 Shout glory! Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I want us to look at something at Matthew chapter 12. Please, for your own reading, also take down Mark chapter 11, verse 23, and take down Psalm 91, verse 1 and 2. He said, He that dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall hide under the shadow of the Almighty, and I will say, May your mouth say something tonight. He said, I have put the word, my words, in your mouth. He told Jeremiah. He said, every word I put in your mouth shall speak it forth. But then I lose your tongue. Whatever is tying down your tongue that is not allowing to release the word into that situation that's molesting you. Today so I lose your tongue. In the name of Jesus, you shall speak the word to that situation. You will give voice to the word of God. And it shall respond. 
in the name of Jesus. I want us to see something from Matthew chapter 12. And I want to read that in the message translation. Verse 35. Message translation 35. 35. 35. 35. Glory to Jesus. Verse 35. Are we there? Hey. What is happening? Hmm. Matthew chapter 12. Matthew 12. Are you there? Hey, still. Okay, 35. The message. Message. Are you there? Oh. Omuba. Omuyambedu. Yede yeko. All right. Are you there? Please break it, break it, break it. Break it and let's get. Uh... Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. Glory to Jesus. Glory to Jesus. Are you finding it difficult to break that thing? Okay, so I'll read. Praise the Lord. The message has 34 to 37 together. It said, you have minds like that. That's not what I'm looking for. So I'll, for sake of time. Now, it's your heart. Not the dictionary that gives meaning to your words. Your heart. Not the dictionary that gives meaning to your words. So tonight I ask, what is in your heart? A good person produces good deeds and words season after season. An evil person is a blight on the orchard. Now this is where I want you to pay attention. Let me tell you something. Every one of these careless words is going to come back to haunt you. You've spoken careless words for too long. You have been giving voice to what the enemy is, but has been doing in your life for too long. It is time to change lesson. Tell your neighbor, change lesson. He said, all of us you are saying will come back to haunt you. That's what Job said. In Job chapter 3 verse 25, he said, what I fear the most has come upon me. There's something that God has said about you and that is what you must voice out. And let it drown the voice of the enemy. Amen. He said, there will be a time of reckoning. Folks, there will be a time of reckoning. Words are powerful. Take them seriously. Now look at this part. Words can be your salvation. Words can also be your damnation. Choose which one you want. I put before you this day death and life, blessing and cursing. Say, choose you that which you want. The words that you give voice to can either be your salvation or it can be your damnation. Choose your choose. I choose to have salvation from the words that I voice. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. 
Hallelujah. As I begin to round up, you know, we see in Ezekiel chapter 37, we see what God expects us to do with the word. To give effect and to empower the word to produce in our lives, we have to take it in our mouths and speak it forth. When you read Ezekiel chapter 37 and you read verses 1 to 10, but but specifically from verse 8, verses 8 to 10, it says that everything what God asks the question, Ezekiel, man of God, son of man, (laughs) can these bone, dry bones, can they live again? Can they live? He said, oh God, you know better than me. Please, uh, okay, you don't have the voice for that. Sorry, sir. I crave the indulgence of the bishop to just read this in the voice translation. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Shout glory. Say with me, I choose to give voice to the word of life. I choose to give voice to that which God has said concerning me that is my choice that is what I have chosen to do and nothing can stop me hallelujah hallelujah praise the Lord amen hallelujah okay so it says the voice translation (laughs) hallelujah from verse 7 Okay, let me just take it from verse 8 for the sake of time. Okay, sorry, 6. God speaking about the bones and everything. Okay, it said, um, Ezekiel, eternal Lord. Um, God asked Ezekiel, Son of man, do you think these bones can live? And Ezekiel answers, Eternal Lord, certainly you know the answer better than I do. And God answers, Actually, I do. Prophesy to these bones. Tell them to listen to what the eternal Lord says to them. Dry bones, I will breathe breath into you and you will come alive. I will attach muscles and tendons to you and cause flesh to grow over them and cover you with skin. I will breathe breath into you and you will come alive. After this happens, you will know that I am the eternal. Now, for sake of time, I'm jumping. He said, I watched and saw muscles and tendons attached to the bones flesh grow over them and skin wrap itself around the reforming bodies but there was still no breath in them now this is it prophesy to the breath speak son of man speak O king you are going to do some speaking tonight speak O son of man and tell them what the eternal lord has said oh sweet breath Come from the four winds and breathe into this who have been killed. Make these corpses come alive. Whatever looks like a corpse in your life is coming alive tonight. In the name of Jesus, the breath of God is infusing everything that looks like death around you. In the name of Jesus. Now listen to 10. He says, So I did what God told me to do. I prophesied to the breath. As I was speaking. Say as I was speaking. Say as I was speaking. Say as I was speaking. 
Breath invaded the lifeless. Breath invaded the lifeless. The bodies came alive and stood on their feet. Then I realized, <laughs> you are going to realize something. One time I was trusting the Lord to heal me for allergies. And I, I, I used to have terrible allergies. I wouldn't know what I was even reacting to. But very terrible. You wouldn't want to see me when those things come. Life-threatening allergies. I made life-threatening allergies. Where the devil tell me you will not see tomorrow. I should put my house in order. That kind of thing. You know? And one day, <laughs> I just realized, I didn't know when the exact time put in that the healing took place. One day, it just occurred to me, dawned on me that I have not suffered this thing for some time now. That means it is gone and gone forever. Ghana, your beloved country, is free forever. Hallelujah. Josephine, your beloved daughter, is free forever. Amen. He said, the bodies came alive and stood on their feet. I realized then, I was looking at a great army. You are coming to some beautiful realizations this night. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So quickly, how do I give voice to word, God's word? Or how do I give effect to the word of God? The first thing you must do is to go for the word. Because what you don't have, you can't put to use. Go for it. And already the resident pastor told us yesterday that the word is not far from us at all. And Romans chapter 10 makes us to understand that the word is even near us and even in right inside our mouths. The said of Abraham, he called those things that be not as though they were. And Hebrews tells us that when we learn that the world are framed by the word of God. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So you have to first of all desire this word. Go for it. Seek it. Search for it. Because only seekers find. Seek and you shall find. For everyone who seeketh finds. Hallelujah. You will find. In the name of Jesus. You will find. Now when you find the word. Stuff it into your spirit. Lord your spirit man with it. That is the, new, 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 the, the, the nourishment that your spirit requires. To be strong and active. Your spirit man is not kept alive by Banku and Okro and Tilapia. Your spirit man is kept alive for, by every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God. So stuff it. He said, let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom. Colossians 3.16. In John 15, he said, abide in me and let my words abide in you. Just as the bishop was telling us before I came up. So stuff your inside. Saturate your spirit man with God's word. When anything external pressurizes your life, it's the word of God that will come out. You do not eat a, uh, 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 you know, you don't eat a, um, uh, what's ampicie, maybe yam and, plant, and plantain and contumbre and go and excrete a, a, a fufu. Do you do that? When you didn't eat fufu. Praise the Lord. 
whatever you are filled with is what comes out of you under pressure praise the lord how do i voice the word now when you have stopped yourself with it what do you do you continue to feed on it you eat it you meditate on it you think it you drink it the word becomes your everything in your sitting moment in your waking moment every time day unto day uttered speech and night unto night show it knowledge feed on this word that's what Joshua 1 8 tells us and this book of the law shall not depart from your mouth but you shall meditate in it day and night so that you will be empowered to observe to do all that it says and in the doing you will have good success hallelujah you are empowered to do in the name of Jesus eat the word, think it drink, let the word be your breath and everything hallelujah and as you are doing this automatically whatever you are filled with begins to flow through your mouth it begins to flow through your mouth you give voice to that word you give voice to the word how? in faith and in complete trust that the one who spoke it will not lie the one who spoke it will not lie he said by two immutable things by which it is impossible for God to lie God is not a man that he should repent neither is he the son of man that there is not a, a man that he should lie neither is he the son of man that he should repent he said has God said it then he will make it good <laughs> what has God said to you he will make it good and he's making it good tonight he's making it good in this convention he's making it good in this year in the name of Jesus say I will give voice to the word rise on your feet with me rise on your feet with me you are going to give voice to the word even right now in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus you are going to give voice to the word I don't care what it is that has been staring at you in the face and insulting your Christianity. I don't care what has been making a mockery of your faith. I don't care how long. I don't care by what name it is called. In what language or tongue it presents itself. What I know is that tonight the word of God will settle every score. I said the word of God will settle every score. The word of God will settle every score. In the name of Jesus. 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 Glory to God in the highest. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. God says he has put his word in your mouth. He touched the mouth of Jeremiah and said, see, I have put my words in your mouth. He said, oh, you have begin to speak it. Romans 10, he said, do not say who will go. Nobody will go. The word has come to you. Receive it. Receive, I pray you, the engrafted word from his mouth. He said, then you will begin to lay gold, gold as dust. The word is in your mouth. What is that thing in your life that needs to be addressed? What is that situation? What is that thing that is contrary to you? 
the Bible said he has taken it away he has nailed it to his cross never again to arise yet the thing is troubling you give voice to his word tonight give voice to his word tonight lift up your voice and begin to look at that thing that has been just making a mockery of you and disgrace that thing tonight call it by name I say I tap over you today I stamp over you today I stamp over you today call it by name whether it is sickness whether it is disease whatever thing it is whether it is depression or rejection whatever it is call it by name and stamp it say I don't I dominate over you by the word of God in the name of Jesus give voice give voice give voice give voice to the word give voice say what God has said concerning you declare it in faith declare it in total trust for the word of God will not fall to the ground without being fulfilled Okay. 